Welcome to the Cat Protection Society Perfect Podcast, a podcast developed for cat-loving humans who want to ensure their cat has a happy, healthy, safe and enriched nine lives and to celebrate just how amazing cats are as companion animals. I'm joined with Natalia Dundevich from Natalia Dundevich Animal Behaviour this morning. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Natalia? Hello. Thanks for having me, Rach. Uh, I'm a pet trainer and a behaviour consultant. I'm in Melbourne and I help people with cats, dogs, parrots and other animals that they might need some training help with or some behaviour support. Fantastic. Um, let's jump in. So how can an individual or family identify that they're ready to expand their furry family? I think it'll be different for everybody, but I would probably look at uh, how much energy you've got available to expend on another creature because you're adding in a whole brand new relationship or multiple relationships to the family. So it might not just be a time factor, it might not just be a money or a space factor, but also how much energy do you have each day. Fantastic. Uh, what advice would you provide to an individual or family with a pet dog that's considering welcoming a cat into their home? Mm. So I always look at the past behaviour of the dog. Have they ever lived with a cat before? Have they had any exposure to cats before? Um, What have their reactions been like? Because that's obviously going to give us the best idea of their future behaviour. So if you've got a cat who, uh, pardon me, if you've got a dog who uh, stays with your family members who happen to have a cat, And they've always done really well, but you've never had a cat live in your household. And that might be good feedback that you could integrate a cat quite nicely with your dog. Okay. Uh, And does that advice change if somebody has a cat and they're looking at bringing a second or a third cat into the family? Mm, uh, It's mostly the same advice. So, again, if you've had a cat who has never had any exposure to other cats, has never had to share their living environment with another cat, then that might be feedback that this is going to be more challenging, not necessarily a deal breaker, but just more of a challenge. Whereas if you've had a cat that has successfully cohabitated before, then that's good feedback that it might be suitable again in the future. Okay, great. Um, cat or kitten, um, is there a particular age or a particular temperament that uh, a new cat owner should look for if they have a cat or a dog at home? Mm. So I think if you don't know the history of the animal, if you don't know for sure that they've successfully cohabitated with other pets in the past, then I would be looking at a younger individual because the younger we can expose them and socialise them to other species of animals, the easier it is in theory um, for them to have a successful relationship. Um, Another question I know we get asked often at at the Adoption Shelter at the Cat Protection Society is um, opposite sex. If you have a female cat or dog at home, should you be looking at getting another female or is it better to get um, a male cat to add in? Yeah, this is a really common question that comes up. And for cats, the general rule is two related females are generally going to do quite well together. Okay. Um, Even two females that are unrelated might in theory do a little bit better than um, two boys or a boy and a girl. Okay. But that said, I think um, at the shelter here we see a lot of successful adoptions where we've got a de-sex male and a de-sex female. Um, and for me it always comes back to the personalities yeah. more so than the sex of the cats. Okay. 
Um, okay, someone's decided um, they're gonna, going to add a new cattle kitten into the family. Um, what are some of the things that they can do to at home prior to adopting or purchasing to help prepare the house for a smooth transition? Mm-hmm. Catify your home. So if you're not familiar with Jackson Galaxy, I would definitely check out his website, his YouTube, his TV show. He talks about this concept of catification, which is setting up the environment uh, to meet the needs that cats have. So looking at your environment and making sure that you've got enough uh, water and food stations, scratching stations, high places that they can go up to, low hiding spots that they can access, um, interesting things to look at, different toys to play with, all of those things make a really big difference. And then the other thing that is really helpful for cats specifically is to have a small enclosed area that you can start them off in when they first come home. There's nothing worse than bringing home the carrier and just opening it up. For a new cat who's going to be overwhelmed and probably panic with all of that choice. Uh, So if you've got a spare office or even a large dog crate that you can cover with a nice towel and start them off in an enclosed space for the first few days, that's going to be really helpful. Okay, great. We've bought the cattle kitten at at home. Um, What recommendations would you provide to slowly introduce the cat to a resident cat or dog? Cats uh, use their sense of smell even more so than probably other species that we're used to like our dogs. And so it's a really good idea to go extra, extra slow and steady. The first thing that we want to do is start with scent swapping. So that might mean that your resident cat has a nice comfy blanket that they always sleep on and we can take that blanket and pop that in with the new cat and let them adjust to the smells of your resident cat. Um, And likewise, uh, another technique is when you're patting your new cat, you might want to pop a sock on your hand and then we can do a sock swap and then pop that in the bed of your resident cat so that they can get used to each other's scent. Uh, And then also we'll probably start to see that the cats mingle their scent together. So you might get a little bit of cheek rubbing or body rubbing on those objects. Uh, You might see extra scratching or um, paw kneading and marking in the environment. And those are really good signs that you're ready to move on to the next step, which would be a visual introduction between the two animals. So it's really helpful if you can use a baby gate or a screen door or even a glass sliding door of some kind, some sort of barrier so that the cats can't actually uh, chase each other or swipe at each other if things go a little bit wrong. Uh, But they can say hello through the barrier safely and have that visual access to each other. And then if that's going really well, we move on to the next stage, which is more of a physical introduction. So we would tend to pick a nice open room of the house, like the lounge room, with lots of different escape routes for each of the cats, uh, and then keep that short and sweet, return the new cat to their enclosed area, and then try again later in the day or the next day. Okay. Um, And over what period would you recommend that transition? It's going to be really different for every individual. Uh, but it's probably going to be at least a few weeks for most cats. Yeah. Okay, so what are some of the warning signs that um, cat owners and and dog owners should be on on, um, alert for to highlight that either their new animal or their resident animal is stressed and the settling in just isn't working? I think the two overt signs that we're going to see are either fear or aggression. So if the cats are showing aggressive signals to each other or even redirecting 
aggressive behaviour to the closest human um, that happens to be near them, that can be a sign that they're really struggling. Uh, The other thing we might see is a lot of hiding and a lot of fear-based behaviours. But then more subtle signs that they might not be coping are probably to do with their day-to-day functioning. So are they coming out to play? Are they coming out for social interaction? Are they looking for their food? And are they eating well and enjoying their food? Are they using their litter box? And if those factors are missing as well, then we want to be um, keeping that in mind. Okay. Um, So what advice would you provide to pet owners in that scenario when, you know, they've tried the advice that you've suggested and things just aren't working? Um, What's what's next? So um, there's actually a lot of steps that we could take next. We could look at adding in some further support to whichever cat or maybe both cats are feeling the struggle. Yep. So it could be as simple as a product called Feliway, which is a um, feline appeasing pheromone. And uh, there's some other products that are really similar to help support the transition stages. It might be that we just need to go slower. So it might be that we just step back to doing the scent swapping stage rather than the visual interactions between the two cats. Um, And we do that for another week or another couple of weeks. And then we try taking a step forward again. Uh, Sometimes it can be really helpful to speak to someone like me and have someone come out into the home or do a an online video session with you to actually see what's going on with the cats and troubleshoot a little bit more specifically to your situation. And then, of course, there's always those cases where you just happen to find two personalities that clash and maybe they're not going to be the best fit to cohabitate long-term. And that might be a situation where we need to return a cat to the shelter and look at a different personality. Yeah. Okay. Excellent advice. Thanks, Natalia. Are you considering welcoming a cat or kitten in need into your heart and home? A visit to the Cat Protection Society of Victoria in Greensboro is a must. They've been helping Victorians find their perfect feline family member for over 75 years. And if you already have a cat and you're simply looking for the very best in veterinary care for your marvellous moggy, check out their cat-friendly, cat-only vet clinic. To learn more, visit catprotection.com.au. You can obviously have a look at the cats and kittens that are available for adoption at our shelter via the catprotection.com.au website um, and learn more about Natalia at Natalia Dundevich Animal Behaviour. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cat Protection Society Perfect Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love if you can share this podcast with any friends, family or colleagues who all love things cats. In the meantime, you can visit our website at www.catprotection.com.au.